Good morning on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. It is the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. We are also brought to you in part by Parrot Company, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, United Federal Credit Union, and Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline. Phil McDonald at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Brett Witkowski is off this morning. We're talking girls basketball between now and 10 o'clock. Hopefully you can swing by. If not, just keep it here on WSJM or the WSJM app. We take a look at some scores from last night quickly. First of all, in girls basketball in the Southwest Michigan Athletic Conference. Lakeshore, a 58-53 winner over Matawan. St. Joe all over Portage Northern, 62-26. We'll talk with Jeff Wallace about that in just a little bit. Kalamazoo Central, a winner over Portage Central. Battle Creek Lakeview over Gull. Lake in the Lakeland. Benton Harbor falls to Brandywine, 63-37. It was the Wajak over Berrien Springs, 41-38 uh, in overtime. In the uh, Wolverine Conference, it was Edwardsburg over Niles. Otsego topped Plainwell in overtime. In the SAC, South Haven falls to Fenville, 59-16. Kalamazoo Christian, a winner over Constantine. It was uh, Goebbels over Holland Black River. Kalamazoo Hackett over Lawton. In the Southwest 10, Bloomingdale, a winner over Lawrence. Boys basketball from last night. In the uh, Lakeland Conference, Benton Harbor, 73-54 over Brandywine. Berrien Springs down to Wajak, 71-40. The BCS, Our Lady of the Lake, defeated Howard's Christian 42-28. It was Countryside Academy over Michigan Lutheran 75-53. New Buffalo 54-47 over Covert. In the SAC in boys basketball, Waterville got by Bridgman 44-38. Allegan a winner over Coloma 64-45. South Haven defeated Fenville. In the uh, Southwest 10, Lawrence over Bloomingdale 70-19. Cassopolis over Menden. In the Wolverine Conference, Niles falls to Edwardsburg 54-50. And it was Otsego go over Plainwell, 63-36. to Again, a girls basketball last night. It was St. Joe over Portage Northern, 62-26. to Jeff Wallace, head coach of the Lady Bears, is joining us. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in. Good to be seen. Appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah, as always. And a uh, yeah, belated uh, happy uh, new year. And Same to you. Thank you, Kylie. you guys had a good Christmas. We did. Hope you, hope you guys did as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kids were happy. Kids are happy. Santa yep. tr- treated them well. Santa treated the kids well. Good morning, Emory and Dominic. Listen at home, I'm sure, and my beautiful wife, Allie. Yep, <laughs> Santa was good to us. Good. Well, you've had, what, three games uh, in since the break. Before we get to that, what do you do over uh, over break? You did not play over the two-week span, right, or we, did you? We did not. We have before. Um, and, frankly, this year's schedule probably was conducive to doing that, sneaking in a game after Christmas uh, before coming back. I, I'm sure I know our boys did. I'm sure many other schools did sneak one in. But, uh, we didn't have one on our schedule this year, and we didn't work real hard to have one because we anticipated being able to use that that break mm-hmm. uh, to be able to make some tweaks that, um, you know, like I said, we were anticipating that we might need that to make, and, and it just so happened that for once we anticipated correctly, and we, we, we were able to make some tweaks over that week. You know, as long as you've been uh, coaching at uh, St. Joe and even your stint at uh, Michigan Lutheran, in that it, it's it's hard. Or how hard is it to schedule a game over Christmas break, not quite knowing who's going to be in town? It's a challenge, um, especially if if it's a one-timer. Yeah. Excuse me. Right, yeah, because you're right. If it's expected, we've talked about this, you know, Benton Harbor, everyone knows you've got the holiday right. tournament over Christmas break. That's been there for years. But, yeah, if it's a one-timer, that makes it tough. Yeah, it does because, you know, folks plan stuff well in advance and, uh, you know, family trips are important. Uh, so communication is key there. 
Uh, but but it but it is a challenge. I mean, I think if you're going to do that, you want to try to hug uh, as close as you can to the comeback date. You know, play maybe the Friday before school starts or the Saturday even before school starts, something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, but it, it, it's a, certainly a consideration. And then with um, you know potential numbers in, within your program, you know where you're at there. Right. You know, if you've got 12 or 13 on a squad, you can absorb uh, one or two. Uh, being on a break, if you uh, have seven or eight, then you can't. You know, so mm-hmm. I mean, each school is in their own in their own world in terms of where their squads are and things like that. So, it, as you know, in scheduling, it, it is just not a foregone conclusion to do the same thing every year anymore. It, it's it's not like that. So yeah. you got to be creative. Gone are the days where everyone plays Tuesday, Friday. Like in <laughs> in your conference, is it like? Tuesday, Thursday for you, part of the year, and Tuesday, Friday. That it's probably there's no rhyme or reason. How about maybe? <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know what exactly uh, what it is anymore. I I mean, you know, when I first started coaching, it was Tuesday, Thursday, and then we transitioned to Tuesday, Friday, and um, you know, as long as it's consistent, it makes it easy to plan, and yeah. and you get into a groove, and but. You know, now we've got a couple extra games added, and that's certainly not a bad thing. But it, uh, when you're out looking for non-conference games, for the conferences that need those games to fill in to get to 22, you know, it, it, we've got games Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays mm-hmm. this year. So, and I'm sure other schools are playing on Saturdays. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's just unique. Yeah, if if you're a high school basketball geek. Uh, then it's beautiful because you've got games every day of the week except for Sunday. That's right. I, I've told a lot of people over the years, it's a beautiful sickness. You know, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I, I know there are times where you have to, you know, pry yourself away and step back, and and um, certainly now having a family makes that a lot easier for me. You know, they're they're priority number one. But back yeah. in the day when it was just me flying solo. I uh, spent a little too much time watching film and going to games and things like that. So you know the the you're right from a fan perspective. Let's say that from a fan perspective, it, it is awesome to have a game six nights a week. Uh, from a scheduler's perspective, it's a hard crunch. Mm, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, from a coach's perspective, you you know you've got to discipline yourself, make sure you're taking care of yourself, things like that. Right. So, Good for everyone in different ways. In different ways. That's very well put. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up as we talk St. Joe Lady Bear basketball. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. uh, News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Making a big decision for your business means weighing many factors. One to keep in mind today is product availability. Waiting for a big out-of-town or out-of-state company to deliver can take three to six months. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. In addition to award-winning quality, our shop copiers and products are averaging three to six-week turnaround. Supply chain issues are real, but three to six months versus three to six weeks is no comparison. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrott. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we're excited to offer you a completely new experience as we've extended our hours to include evenings. Enjoy a new dinner menu as we bring back some old favorites like Ryan's Chicken and Biscuits and share some new creations like my vegan sweet potato and black bean enchiladas. We'll offer new additions to our $5 kids menu, fancy desserts, and specialty drinks. Whether you're looking for homemade comfort food or fresh, healthy options, we've got you. Starting now, we're open until 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday each week. See you soon. 
Did you know if you're an adult living with asthma or COPD, getting sick with pertussis may result in severe complications? Pertussis, or whooping cough, is a serious respiratory illness. Vaccination is the best way to help protect against pertussis. Speak to your healthcare provider to ensure you are up to date on your Tdap vaccination. Learn more at lung.org. Where can you find good information on all kinds of topics related to the well-being of our student-athletes? Check out the health and safety page of the MHSA website. Learn about multi-sport participation, heat and hydration, cardiovascular resources, as well as insurance benefits available for our students. It's all on the health and safety page of MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Coaches on Newstalk Sports, 94.9 WSJM and the WSJM app. Phil McDonald back at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. St. Joe Lady Bear coach Jeff Wallace is joining us. The Bears, the 62-26 win over Portage Northern last night. And um, off to a good start with 17-8 at the end of the, the first quarter. But then that second quarter, you really pulled away. Uh, we, we got in a groove. We got consistent. So, you know, some of the things we've been preaching – uh, hard is, you know, our, our defensive philosophy, uh, you know, borrowed from a lot of collegiate programs is string together, you know, three stops in a row as many times as you can. And, mm-hmm. and that gives you opportunities to, you know, go on many spurts and things like that. And then obviously just being consistent offensively. You know, when when we've had struggles to score the ball this year, it has been a combination of turnovers and poor shot selection and lack of patience and so we've been working real hard on correcting those issues you know valuing the ball and and we're uh, making strides in those areas and and then that in that second quarter that those two things came together you know we we had multiple three stops in a row and um by and large in the second quarter we got good shots all quarter so that's the that's what happens and that's the same for any team it doesn't matter you know if you're stopping your opponent and you're patient enough yeah, and disciplined right. enough to get good shots on the other end, you're going to be able to string together some stuff. Being patient on offense and getting that good shot off, is that easier said than done from your observation? Because I see so many over, I mean, the years doing high school basketball, so many situations where the kids are just forcing up shots that they don't have to. No doubt about it. Way easier <laughs> said than done. And... Uh, it, it oftentimes is is not a uh, deliberate intention mm-hmm. of players to force the issue. You know, every once in a while in a, in a late clock situation, a kid's got to force something uh, or being down uh, with the game getting late. But oftentimes it is simply not understanding the, the percentages. You know, uh, what is high percentage? Um, and that's a process of, of teaching you know, uh, especially the younger kids who are who are moving up the ladder. You know, moving from freshman to JV or then JV to varsity, because it continues to change as you rack, ratchet up the intensity and the better defenses that you face and things like that. And I always try to use, you know, something that I I read from Julius Irving like years and years ago. You know, he said when he would pick up a new move on the playground or whatever. He believed in the rule of sixes, that he had to practice it for six months 
before he would even take it to his high school team. But he wouldn't even use it in practice or a game. He would practice it on his own for six months. And then another six weeks on top of that to see if his coach would allow it <laughs> once he did take it to the high school. And then he, then he felt like it took another six months to master it. Wow. You know, and so I've always remembered that. And, and you know, you, you tell that to kids today and they go, wait, who's Julius Irving? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it, but that's, so that's the first question. You know, Dr. J, you don't know, Whirling Dervish, you don't know this. Uh, right. So you got to do a little educating, you know, yeah. to start. Uh, but it, it's just a process. You know, as, as players, we, who, whoever has played the game, everybody has had to learn where your high percentage opportunities are and how to get those because obviously the defense is key on taking those away as well. So it's it, long process. Yeah. That win over uh, Portage Northern last night in, you know, in years past, and, and no disrespect to Portage Northern, everyone has their ups and downs. They've been down the last several years, but yeah. they're a much better ball club this year. So that's a nice win for you last night. Yeah, they have been playing well. Uh, very competitive in games they've lost also. Um, you know, they, they just held Battle Creek Lakeview under 40. Uh, that's That's – high level mm-hmm. so we we felt we felt good after the game and we felt like we uh we took them out of what they wanted to do we made them uncomfortable uh, which is always our goal defensively and then like i said earlier we, we just were consistent scoring the ball uh getting getting the looks we wanted to get much more patient valuing the ball and when you when you put those two things together you're gonna have success your first game back after break, the you fall to Otsego, and and again, whether you're coaching girls basketball, boys basketball, middle school basketball, whatever, are you always nervous the first break come, or first game coming out of break, wondering, all right, do we still have what we had before we went into break? Yeah, you just don't know. It, uh, um, sometimes you learn real quick, and sometimes you reflect on the game after the game, and you realize some things have changed. Uh, so. Uh, that was, you know, Otsego is a good program, and that was a very, very competitive game. Um, you know, we we actually had it within one possession with a minute to go and, and uh, maybe two minutes to go. So late. It was late. Uh, but, you know, that, that game certainly helped us in terms of uh, our improvement schedule. Uh, and then, you know, after that, the second time around with Benton Harbor, what were the differences between that game and – the first game, which was what game two or three of the season, when yeah, early, yeah, yeah. <laughs> early, early on. Um, I, I, th- I would say the differences were um, uh, us executing offensively in terms of uh, needing to make some adjustments, and um, those adjustments coming a little bit slower than they needed to come within the game. Mm-hmm. They were off to a great start. They got off to a great start. We were the first first quarter was twenty three to four. Harvard. Wow. Yeah, they were on fire. And, you know, we weren't. You know, just what we were talking about mm-hmm. uh, in terms of offensive consistency. Uh, and that's, that's tough to come back from, um, especially when uh, 6'5 is getting most of the rebounds that are coming her, her yeah. direction. You know, she's got great hands. Um, but, we, you know, we were, we were under 10 with, uh, yeah, I don't know, five or six minutes to go. Oh, wow. uh, opportunities to... You know, even make it closer than that. We, we just had some things roll off the rim. Um, so, you know, we, we haven't yet strung together four consistent quarters on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And that's hard to do at the high school level, but, you know, that's the goal. And so we're looking for that. And when you do that, you could be a very dangerous ball club. 
we can be tough to score against. Mm-hmm. And when when we're doing our job defensively, I think we're going to be tough to score against most of the time. Um, but as you say, if, if we can do that offensively, then, then we are going to uh, be able to have a chance to be successful. Any top performers over the last few games that uh, kind of stand out to you? Uh, well, I you know, Jazz last, Jazlyn Ward last night had 26. She had a very nice game, and I don't know that she even played in the fourth quarter. She, she wow. uh, I can't remember for sure. If it was, it was just a minute or two. Uh, she, had, she had a nice game, but the, the thing that I can compliment her on, you know, people are going to see 26, but she had some, you know, beautiful passes within what we're trying to do that are steps in the directions that we're talking about in terms of value and ball and get good mm-hmm. shots. All of our seniors were on the board. Our senior leadership has been great. You know, Aaliyah Hedstrom, Eleanor Conway, Aaliyah Lewis, and, and CC Solar were all on the board last night. Uh, and Aaliyah Lewis even had 10 off the bench, um, her high, high uh, point total for the year. You know, uh, Aaliyah Hedstrom has been so consistent in setting the tone for us defensively, and, and Eleanor Conway uh, has been in that in that same you know conversation. So it was nice to see. It was a great night for the seniors, you know, just the mojo for the seniors. And um, not that it's been bad, but it just was really good last night. Um, and I, I I, think we're coming together. Uh, we're starting to gel a little bit, and we'll find out real quick on Tuesday. Plenty of basketball yet to play, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know how many games we've played. Somebody asked me this week, what's your record? I'm like, I, 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 this is going to sound horrible, but I don't even know. <laughs> the only one I remember is last night. That's right. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up with St. Joe girls basketball coach Jeff Wallace. The Bears a winner over uh, Portage Northern last night. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. A new Ram truck has a lot to offer, especially during the snowy winter months we're all too familiar with in southwest Michigan. But when you get a new Ram truck from Siemens and Bridgman, you can get more than just a truck. Siemens has new Ram trucks installed with Western V-plows. Be prepared for whatever weather comes your way. Get excited about everything you can do this winter. Tell your friends and neighbors you can plow their driveways and put some extra cash back in your pocket. Visit Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Our connections make powerful things happen, uniting individuals and communities. We are Rotary. We are people of action. And together, we turn great ideas into reality by accessing our networks, our experience, and the best of ourselves to make a difference. Around the world, Rotary brings leaders together to build new friendships and to solve problems. Like in Austria, where generations work side by side to build sustainable housing and community centers. In India, volunteers run a mobile blood bank to help provide a steady blood supply for their local community. And in Taiwan, people are working hard to get vulnerable citizens the support and services they need. With over one million members, we know what people can do when they come together. Take action with us. Find out more 
at rotary.org slash action. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald and St. Joe girls basketball coach Jeff Wallace joining us. The Lady Bears 62-26 over Portage Northern. Before we look back, you mentioned uh, Jazz Ward last night, the 24 points, but you also the, the other stats as well. You know, it, if, if you're a stat person, if you see somebody that's traditionally in double figures, at least my eye gravitates toward the assists as well. Is, you know, what's the ratio there? And it sounds like She's got that going for her. At yeah, least. she does. She's a she's a gifted passer to begin with, and um, when you change a system in in high school, which is you know what we did this year uh, as opposed to last year, it takes a while. It takes mm-hmm. a while for everybody to get comfortable. And um, now, some of the things that she was, uh, some of the passes she was throwing last year that were easy catches and finishes, now those things are starting to show up again. And I think. Uh, uh, maybe maybe her her uh, her passing has been highlighted here in the last few games a little bit, but it's it's pretty consistent in terms of her ability to be able to do that. Uh, she she has nice vision and the ability to see things before they happen, which is good. Oh yeah, that's very nice. All right, so the next week got uh, home games. What Tuesday and Thursday? Battle Creek, Lakeview, and then Ported Century. You mentioned Lakeview a little while ago. Portage Northern held them uh, to what forty or thirty nine. Yeah, thirty nine. Yeah. So it sounds like they're a pretty nice ball club. Yeah, they're solid. They return quite a bit from last year's team that was just something in two or whatever they okay. were. Uh, they had a great year last year. My gosh. Uh, so, you know the one the one thing that'll be a challenge for us is they are super long. They are uh, super long, and. Uh, we might not be long. We we might we might be a little bit on the other end of the uh, spectrum this year. You know, we're we're uh, certainly scrappy and small and and uh, utilize try to utilize our quickness. So that'll be something we'll have to overcome. But that's not a new song for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been dealing with that all year. I mean, we just talked about six five for goodness sake. So, <laughs> um, you know, we'll we'll be prepared for dealing with length. Uh, but that next week's going to be a. A real nice test with where we're at, you know. Mm-hmm. We feel like we've made some really quality, some real quality steps in in, in multiple areas. Next week we'll find out if, if those have been uh, multi-step improvements right. or if we've got a lot of ways to go in certain spots. You mentioned playing against height. How do you practice for that? I mean, if you don't have height yourself, how do you practice for that? You got to simulate some things the best you can. Uh, utilize kids. Um, you know, as height, mm-hmm. um, it, it is a challenge. You, you know, I mean, you just got to do what you got to do. Uh, you know, the teams that don't like to uh, play offense against pressing teams struggle practicing yeah. to get ready for that. Mm-hmm. And, and when you don't have six five, you do have a challenge in preparation. You know, we've done some of the old school stuff. I brought out the broom. You know, you just yeah. you stand in front of people with a broom uh, sticking up and in the sky and, and, you know, little things like that. So it's a challenge, but that's what, part of what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. So the conference win against Northern last night. Uh, and then you got to Lakeview and then um, Ported Central on Thursday. That's always a, a, a good rivalry between St. Joe and Ported Central. Absolutely. Important game within the division. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're pretty evenly matched this year. That should be a good game. Yep. It, the way the division is, are you looking at – you probably are at least somewhat what everyone else in the in the division is doing. 
It, is, it, is it shaking out the way you expected it would at this point? You know what? I haven't. You I really haven't. don't know. I, I don't know what everyone else's record is. Focus uh, on uh, us, right? Yes. We, um, we had to circle the wagons a little bit uh, in terms of putting in the new system and really focus on us. We've watched, you know, a little bit. Uh, well, anyway, we, we're, we're dealing with us first. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've certainly heard certain scores here and there. And, you know, one, ones you rattled off this morning, things like Wolfie keeps me informed, of course. Of you course know, he does. I, you know, oh, yeah. Um, but in terms of the standings, I really I really don't know where, where folks are at. Uh, we anticipated a, a pretty wide open season. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're hoping to be in the mix. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, like I said, going into the commercial break, there's still a lot of basketball yet to oh, be man. played. So, yeah. A lot of division games left for us. Last night was only our second one, so we're uh, we, we got we got we got it in front of us. We have yeah. our chance to be there. And now you just knock on wood and hope everybody stays healthy because there's a like a lot of basketball. But I mean, not even being sarcastic about that. You at least two yeah. games a week. I don't know if you have any three game weeks coming up, but there are probably. <laughs> probably we have a reschedule that we haven't we haven't found a day for oh, so that really probably means uh you know one of those mm-hmm. from the blizzard you know before oh, christmas yeah. we uh, we lost our matawan game so we'll have to reschedule that yeah um so yeah i mean exactly what you said you know we talked about sickness in the in the break you know that's been going around you you hope kids stay above that and and then, you know, the injuries are a part of high school athletics. You always hope you get through a season mm-hmm. with only the general nicks and bumps and right. bruises and not th- something serious. And so far, we've been fortunate. We certainly hope to continue that and, and then just get better every day. Yeah. All right, so the Bears, the 62-26 win over Portage Northern last night coming up on Tuesday, home against Battle Creek Lakeview, and on Thursday, home against Portage Central. Are both of those triple headers? Actually, Portage Central does not have a freshman team this year. Okay. So, and that one's at Portage. Oh, it's at Portage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, gosh, there's there's a number of teams that that only have two teams yeah. this year. I think I have that right. You know, someone coming up does not have a JV, and I believe that might be Gull Lake, but okay. I may have those flip flops. Yeah. But no, Portage Central only has two teams for sure. Okay. Yeah, numbers are down all yeah. over the place. They are. We're, we're, we feel fortunate yeah. for our kids mm-hmm. to be able to field three teams, and we be, if we feel like that's going to set us up positively, you know, next year and moving mm-hmm. forward. So. Absolutely. Congrats on the win last uh, night, and good luck next week. Appreciate it. Have Thanks, a good Phil. weekend. Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up. We'll talk Our Lady of the Lake Girls basketball next from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and i got to say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line. Johnny. Have you ever downloaded a news app that claims to be local only to find out it's actually reporting national news from Chicago or Detroit? Town Crier Wire is a truly local news app. <laughs> 
Oh, yay, oh, yay, oh, yay. There's nothing else like it. It's 100% free and unique to Southwest Michigan. Local reporters generate stories that matter to you, covering Berrien, Van Buren, and Cass Counties. Stories conveniently arrive on your device. No subscription, no hoops to jump through. Just visit your app store, type in Town Crier Wire, and hit install. That's it. Never feel out of touch with what's happening at home. Get alerts when something big happens. Now you can even choose which alerts you want to receive. Choose from business, sports, news, or even weather closings subscribe to one or more to stay connected with what's going on in southwest michigan daily it's totally free and available in your app store so try it now no paper to buy no tree must die all the local stories while you live life on the fly town crier wire town crier wire town crier wire Finally seeing a little more sun this weekend, becoming slightly warmer today, highs in the upper 30s. We'll see a few clouds overnight, cooling to the upper 20s. Tomorrow's going to be very similar to today, but even warmer. We'll reach into the low 40s Sunday. Warming continues as we start the work week. Highs Monday in the mid 40s, but dealing with widespread rain showers. We'll dry out late Tuesday. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM for Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. We're also brought to you in part by Parrot Company. It's Phil McDonald. Brett Witkowski is off this weekend. Mary Voidko, the head coach of the Lake Michigan Catholic. Oh my gosh. Where's my. Uh, where's the. Uh, where's the. Uh, Let me slap your the, wrist. The, the fine jar. Here you go. <laughs> I, I, I said every time I say that, that I'm going to have to put some money in a fine jar. So th- th- that'll be there. The Our Lady of the Lake. And I haven't done that in a while either i've been so good about it <laughs> our lady of the All lake <laughs> girls basketball is joining us along with arabelle mills a freshman on the varsity team thanks for coming in you guys thank you so much for having us thanks for getting up early now normally you would be still sleeping in right yes i would uh, be too <laughs> so brownie points yes then we'll also have to come up with the uh, the code word we'll let airy do that yeah, I actually was thinking of that. I told the girls yesterday, too. I was thinking that by the end of this little interview, you got to think of the get-out-of-sprints-free-card code word. Okay. Okay, so, so any word? Any word. Any yeah. word. I mean, okay. make it... Something in, associated yeah. with, like, full circle. Yeah. Like maybe something on the menu. Okay. But we'll give you time. <laughs> we'll give you time okay. to work on that. I got it. <clears throat> uh, last time out, uh, Howardsville Christian. Man... What a ball! I mean, it was, you I mean, fall, it but man, it what a game! It didn't quite end up how we wanted it to, but what a game! It was very competitive. I mean, not very often do you go into double overtime. No. <laughs> One of the uh, the officials, um, I think, it was Jerry Nitz. Mm-hmm. He said, "I think it was sat down in between the first and second overtime." He was just on the front row of the bleachers. So I sat down next to him. I go, just jokingly, I go, does this mean I have to pay you overtime? He goes, you don't have enough money to pay me overtime. <laughs> and I go, you know what? You're right. <laughs> uh, but, no, I mean, it, it, double overtime. I mean, it was a thriller. The uh, the students were there, made it fun. Yeah. We were joking. We had a student section and a staff section because on the yeah, other side, <laughs> the staffs were there. But, I mean, that was fun. It was good. You know, there's a lot of kids that showed up, too, which was awesome. And and brought in Arabelle today to talk about her big moment when she nailed that. I was going to tie the I was game, ask her about absolutely that. absolutely awesome. The environment was great. Everybody was excited. It was really, really, really fun. Ari, does it, do you notice that on the court? How how enjoyable is that, having the student section there? They're up on their feet. They're cheering and all that. How enjoyable is it to, to play in front of that? Um, it's, like, really nice. I didn't even expect the shot to go in, really. 
and like a lot of people Neither did I, up, be honest. Yeah, a lot of people have come up to me and say I didn't expect it either, but it was just, it was a really good moment that I will always remember, just like everybody jumping up and down. And, yeah. So was the play designed for you to take that shot, or did you get it at the right time? I go, well, like, I, have to, I have to shoot. Um, well, we actually created a last-minute play, and Coach Mary chose me to shoot the shot, so I was made to take the shot. Okay, so you're a freshman on varsity, and uh, again... I know, that's kind of mean of me to do, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of mean. But I, cause I, I was wondering about that, you know, actually coming here this morning, if it was designed that way, and we need a three, and Coach says, you're taking it. <laughs> do you remember what your reaction was? Because I want to go, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, really nervous because she was like, I'm going to have Arabel take this, and I was like, okay, I guess I got it. Um, <laughs> Well, we, we called a timeout, and yeah. it was a full. We sat, everybody sat down, and not normally do I have to ever whip a play up, but it was just, just like a kind of a screen situation. And I looked at the five girls I had out there, kind of went up and down a couple of times, didn't say anything. And I was like, all right, well, like, we're going to have you do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it ends up like that, maybe you should whip up some last-minute plays more often, right? If man, it I hadn't like done that in a while, and really? I was telling my assistant coach, Michael Allen, that I was like, man, I really dug into my depths of my brain just for a simple screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> do you like that as a coach, though? Being it's able fun. To, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have to do it very often when we have tense situations like that, but it was really fun. When you hit the shot, do you remember... <laughs> What what your reaction was? Or do you she re- didn't know she made it at yeah. first. You didn't. <laughs> I thought it like hit off the rim at first, and uh, yeah, it was just like <laughs> it all just happened at once. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but you, you said it in the, into overtime, like you said, that's something you're never gonna forget. Yeah, no, especially double overtime. Like mm-hmm. we made it back, and it was just like a really fun experience. Well, and I think Eric brought up a good point. The comeback in that game to yes. send it into overtime was a was ten. Phenomenal. We think we were down by ten, and we came back, and then we're exchanging points for a while, and then we were at that moment for her to send us into overtime, and mm-hmm. then it's, we still kind of exchanged points for the next two overtimes, and then I think we ended up might have been losing it on a couple free throws at the end there, and we couldn't get a two bucket up to tie it. Yeah, but it was exciting. Yeah. It was it was an exciting yeah. game. It's always fun to play a a high intensity full not full gym, but like high energy gym game. Yeah, right. Loud gym yes, game. Yes, loud gym game. And our gym is definitely loud. I was turning to the coaches yesterday being like, ah, my throat hurts <laughs> trying to yell. <laughs> like I don't re- it's not normally like this. <laughs> right. It is fun. Do you notice that when you're on the court? the noise or do you just instinctively block it out um well it's definitely like a big part in playing basketball like you really need like a good cheering section to give you motivation mm-hmm. to just like continue on playing your best throughout the game so it was definitely really nice having a big student section there to kind of give us all like a little boost in motivation before that the win over all clear and again you know all clear is down but an impressive game overall, Claire. First game coming out of break. And I asked Jeff Wallace this, and I'll ask you, since you've been coaching, how nervous are you the first game after break? Just wondering, okay, what are we going to have? Um, usually pretty nervous. Um, I feel a little nervous before every game. I don't usually voice that to the girls, but I usually get a little nervous before every game until that first tip-off goes off. Mm-hmm. 
But that first one coming home from Christmas is always tough because I have a lot of kids that are usually out of town over the break visiting family or on a quick vacation. And so that first practice, I'm like, how out of breath are we going to look when we're running? Right. And then that first game... It's like, who's, I hope that we remember the plays we didn't review the day before in practice. We forgot a, a couple of our out-of-bounds plays we didn't execute very well. But ah. other than that, it wasn't as bad as I imagined. <laughs> I, it, but hats off to Enclair, too. They, they were only down to five players for that game, and mm-hmm. they played hard. Yeah, I mean, it's really just... It's nice to see schools that haven't had teams the past couple of years getting some girls to come out and participate because I think it's so important for especially these young girls to be a part of something. Um, And all of the girls that were out there had really great attitudes. I didn't really see any of them get extremely frustrated. They were down by, by a little bit and that they only had five girls. And I mean, in the fourth quarter, they had a girl that kind of twisted her ankle so they ended up playing with four which my team was like can we play with four and i was like unfortunately we cannot play with four until all of our all of you foul out right <laughs> i learned that last year as well because i think mm-hmm. it wasn't our lady of the lake it was somebody else that uh that one of their players fouled out putting them down to four and yeah. then the opposing coach says, well, going to the official, we'll pull somebody out, too. And the official said, no, you can't do that. You're not allowed to. If you, you have, have eligible players, you, you have, have to play You have to play with five. I wouldn't have known that. I mean, if a coach offered to do it, but no. Yeah. Rules are rules, I guess. That's a stressful one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've never been in that situation, have you? Or have you? Oh, yeah, I have. Have you? My first year coaching when we played Lawrence, I was down to three at one point. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I had six that game, and I had a couple injured. And then I had Emily Lage foul out. Holly Starr tore her meniscus or ACL. So then we were down to four. And then at one point, Leah Brucall got such a bad cramp in her quads that she, like, they were rock hard. And I was down to three. Oh Best part gosh. about it, though, is they were still pressing us and we were still scoring off the press. Really? Oh, I should have retired after that game. <laughs> we, we won by, like, exactly. ten points. It was the best game I've ever coached. I mean, that's not you, Arabelle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. More coming up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're talking Our Lady of the Lake Laker Lady Basketball on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. United Federal Credit Union was created by members for members. We get you because, well, we are you. And just like you, we all want the most for our money. Whether you're saving for a rainy day because you always need a plan B, and let's face it, a plan C, or you just want to get away to a week in the sun, our savings accounts start paying rewards from day one. Save long-term, short-term, or somewhere in between. It's up to you. Your money, your call. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. 
Visit AARP.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Did you know if you're an adult living with asthma or COPD, getting sick with pertussis may result in severe complications? Pertussis, or whooping cough, is a serious respiratory illness. Vaccination is the best way to help protect against pertussis. Speak to your healthcare provider to ensure you are up to date on your Tdap vaccination. Learn more at lung.org. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. We're also brought to you in part by Rogers Foodland. It's Phil McDonald along with Mary Voitko and Arabelle Mills from Our Lady of the Lake. Laker uh, girls basketball. The Lakers falling in double overtime to Howardsville Christian the last time out. They uh, defeated All Claire coming out of the break 42-10. to uh, to 10. A couple, uh, Maybe talk about some of the individuals. Other, you know, We've been talking a little bit about the Arabelle here that have mm-hmm. uh, stepped up. I'll tell you, one thing that I've noticed is um, Claire Lasada plays. I should say Claire uh, Jolly <laughs> plays soccer on oh, the basketball I field or on the basketball court. <laughs> well, she last year I had her buy me pads, and then <laughs> oh, I got to tell you. And yeah. then this year, she told me she threw them away. So I think I emailed her mom and I said, "Listen." <laughs> I really need her to be in knee pads because she didn't like how they looked when she wore them. And then uh, this week, she she lost them. And I believe her when she said she lost them. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, she goes in. And then on Thursday, she's diving out there like a soccer goalie. She just, like, sacrifices her body and slams on the floor. Limping a little bit at practice yesterday. Coach, Uh-oh. I'm fine. Coach, I'm fine. I call yeah. her I call her Sir Limps a lot. <clears throat> Sir what? Sir Limps a lot. Limps a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> The Claire's plays with a, a lot of intensity, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I got to tell you though, I mean, and I'll fess up to this. She told me before the game started, she goes, "Mr. McDonald, I lost my knee pads. What do I do?" And I said, "Well, <laughs> my advice is don't tell Coach Voidco until right before the game. <laughs> that way, every time she'd fall, she'd look right at me, and I'd just give her like a, I'd give her like a, I'd point at my knees and be like, where are your knee pads?'" <laughs> mm-hmm, right. Exactly. Ari, who's the most intense person on the team, do you That's think? That's a good question. Um, I don't know. It's a really hard question. I feel like every single person brings something, like, really good to the team. Right. So I would say between probably down low, Abby and Nora. Yeah. I feel like it would have to be between them because they're, like, moving a lot. I mean, we are moving on the outside, but I feel like them on the inside, it's, like, harder to get shots up having to go against, like, in close defense. So I would have to give it to one of them. You've played several sports. I mean, as an eighth grader before that, but last year as an eighth grader and now this year as a, as a freshman. Do you have a favorite? Yes. My favorite... And it changes a lot is basketball. Let's go. <laughs> you like that? Not me giving her the evil eye. Well, I know Wait exactly. I think Coach Boyd goes heads kind of tilting a little bit. I go, um, <laughs> you are going to say basketball. If I right? bring you on the radio, just lie and say basketball no matter what. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there a sport that the school offers that you haven't played yet? Um, Have you done golf? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't done golf. Well, there's talk about that for next. Year. Yeah, that's what I hear. And I'm trying to golf this spring. 
She shook her head. <laughs> She's a soccer player. Yeah. And track, too, right? Yeah, I haven't played softball, but that's because, like, okay. we haven't had a team in the past year. Yeah. So. Would you play softball? I well, there is a softball team this year, but I'm, I already have two sports, so I can't That's play. true. You do already have two. Bummer. So. <laughs> Coach yeah. Rizag will have to work on, uh, on you in, in future years. <laughs> but no, so then Mr. Gleis is going to work on you then for golf. Yeah, I've already been asked quite a few times. You have been. <laughs> He's just trying to recruit girls. Yeah. And I don't think there's one, and this is the case at a lot of schools, I don't think there's one player on the team that just plays basketball, is there? Mm, no, I don't think so. We used to have Claire Lasada that just played two sports, and then Josie just played two sports, but now Josie plays three because she runs cross. I think everybody's a three. I'm pretty sure a three sport athlete. Maybe At least three. Yeah. 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 Which is nice. Mm-hmm. That way, I can. You guys can be in a little bit of shape when I get you. I can hand you off to Coach Lucas in shape and just keep the rotation going of exercise and conditioning. <laughs> it, it, you played uh, what? Basketball, volleyball. Did you? No. Softball and track. Okay, softball. So and I track. did four. But I didn't do that until my sophomore year when Megan Landek, who used to live a couple blocks away from us, just drove up to my house one day on a Saturday and said, hey, get in the car. We're going to go to batting practice. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you got into softball. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah, it is. Who are some of the other players that have stepped up for you? We talked about, you know. I think this year, I at the beginning of the year, I put quite a bit of pressure on our junior class, mm-hmm. you know, letting them know we don't have any seniors this year, so it's really up to them to step up. It's their team for two years. They've got a lot of young girls that they have to mentor, get ready to go on varsity. Um, I think that Abby and Claire have done a great job of captains, but my other three juniors have really stepped up and um, – I can't pronounce Hannah's last name right now, but Hannah. Oh, Jankowskis. Jankowskis. And then I've got Julia Wilcox and Hazel Heisel. I was giving Hazel some compliments this week because we've really been focusing on slashing the basket and really taking it up, and I can see that she's really been working towards it. And she had a couple really nice drives on Thursday for some, some nice easy buckets, which was really good to see. The way Hazel's been playing, I was talking to her mom during the game the other night. I didn't know Hazel didn't play in middle school. That's it. No, neither did I. I kind of forgot really? about that until right now. No, I had no idea until you just said that. And I should have because I remember pulling up eighth graders and she wasn't an option. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you couldn't tell. Yeah, she's come point. a long way. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's putting a lot of work, too. It's it's good. The transition, Ari, for you, you played JV last year as an eighth grader. No, varsity yeah. as a freshman. Is it a, ba- is it a tough transition? It's definitely a big transition. You get, like, more of a crowd, too, and there's, like, you're playing against seniors and, like, Uh a lot Mm -hmm. tougher teams than you would on JV, but I wouldn't say it's, like, really tough. I mean, it's (laughs) pretty, yeah, there's a lot of things that change, but just, like, the team overall will really help you in that. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Because like my team was there to help and support me. And if you're going to have a freshman play on varsity, or even you know in some cases an eighth grader play on varsity, not only do they need the physical skills, they need basketball IQ, IQ, Mm -hmm. and and mental toughness. And I know Ari is is got that. 
Yeah, I mean, at first I was on the fence about pulling you up just to give you a year to mature a little bit more on, on JV, but you did a really great job at the beginning of the season in practices, so I knew that you were ready to come up. In our first couple of games, we were a little easy and then got more playing time as we went on and to see what you could handle and what you were ready to do. And I mean, you've done a really great job for us so far. Worst workout that coach put you through? Running line drills in under 32 seconds. Oh, I was there when you guys did that the other day. (laughs) I thought you were going to say the three-minute drill. Oh, no. I don't think that one's that bad. Everybody hates that one. (laughs) And, like, we have to run... Uh, 24 and under 24 seconds, and if, which is a, a down back, down back. And I gotta okay. do it in under 24 seconds. And if Ooh, you don't, tough. if you don't, I had to do like, that college, finish, so I'm making them do it. You have to do it again. Like if, oh. if somebody's like late and doesn't get it on time, we have to do it again. The whole team has to do it again. Yeah, yeah. What pressure? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we, I we like that. We put it on the the, the big clock too, so they can oh, see the time yeah. as they're going, and the buzzer goes off. Mm-hmm. I'm, I give a little leeway, you know, if. You know, the buzzer's sounding as they cross the line. Okay. They've been pretty good about catching it, but sometimes I can tell when they're just jogging. So I'm like, we're going to do it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Before we let you go, have you thought of a keyword yet? Um. All right, think about that. Let me ask uh, Coach, as I do, New <laughs> Buffalo and Covert coming up uh, this yes. week. Uh, do you know what? Have you had really much time? To focus on them? We did a little bit today, or yes, not today, yesterday, um, working on our press and reviewing the plays that I think we might have forgotten over break. And then we've got Monday to prepare a little bit for the next week as well. What we're really trying to do in practice is focus in on defense and learning how to defend larger post players as well as how to score against a zone and what to look for and finding the open gaps and bringing in that movement on the outside of the three-point line is a huge, huge thing that we've been working on just to create space and create more opportunities for each other. So if you want to see the Lady Lakers and Arabelle Mills, uh, home Tuesday against New Buffalo and home Thursday against Covert. Two, uh, two big ball games coming up. All right, code word. Coffee cakes. Does your mom cakes. tell you that? Because no. I saw you looking at her. No, I was think I was just looking around. She was looking around. I, I, she was observing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the code word is coffee cake. So if the play, if next practice, which is what Monday, or yeah. okay. So Monday, if they if they remember I, the code, I word. line them up on the line and then I go up and make them each whisper it in my ear, <laughs> so they can't help each other. Even though I know they're gonna all tell each other in the uh-huh, locker room right. beforehand. Uh-huh. All right, ladies, coffee cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Thanks. and uh, good luck you. again Tuesday and Thursday, home against New Buffalo and Covert. Good luck next week. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Are you going to go back to bed now and catch up on some sleep? Oh, she's got to go to the high school oh, to go help right. out with mini Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll see you there in about an hour. Okay. All right. We'll take a break. More coming up. We'll talk Lakeshore basketball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. The community of Benton Harbor invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom Time pageant this Sunday, January 15th at 5 p.m. at Benton Harbor High School Performing Arts Center. Tickets are $20 in advance from any contestant or at the main office on Thursday and Friday, January 12th and 13th, or at the door the night of the pageant. Midwest Family, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, Twin City Beauty College, and Extreme Wireless are proud to support the Blossom Time Community Pageant. 
At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. Hi, I'm Diana. As a veteran, I know that for many servicemen and women, the battle doesn't always end when they come home. Because I too struggle with the invisible wounds of service. Thankfully, I found American Humane's Pups for Patriots program, which brought Sam into my life. Before being paired with Sam, I didn't get out of bed for most days. Pups for Patriots and Sam literally changed my life. Now I'm able to go to the store without having a panic attack. I'm finally able to live my life the way I want to live it. Pups for Patriots provides trained service dogs to veterans like me at no cost. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about their Pups for Patriots service dog program. Let's give our veterans a fighting chance. A message from American Humane. From Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville, it's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski is off this weekend. Mike Clark, head coach of the Lakeshore Lady Lancers, joining us. Lancers, we were just talking during the break, and it, it, I can imagine a coach does not really look back that much, but I asked coach, six wins in a row? And it took him a while to realize, like, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, you, you know, you think about the early part of the season, but you do, you, you take it week by week, and mm-hmm. you, you know, you look more forward than you look back. Backwards, right. and I, mean, I know we've been playing well. Um, you know, I know our overall record, but to think about it being, you know, those five six in a row um, had not really put those two together. Kind of. I hope I hope I didn't just jinx anything. <laughs> <laughs> so six in a row last time out uh, last night, uh, win fifty eight fifty three over Madawan. That's a nice win. It was a nice win. You know, Madawan's a good good team. They're well coached. Um, you know, we played them three times last year. Lost three pretty good games to wow. them last year. We thought, you know, the third one was the district final game and we thought man i think this is our this is our one you know and we had a tough first quarter to not just could not put the ball in the basket in the first quarter and then came back and, and i think outscored him the final three quarters and ended up losing by three or something lost in a close one so to be able to kind of you know we talked about right before the game like this is the one like let's show them you know what i mean like like we're, we're better we're ready and and uh and we were able to do that so that was it was good it was a good team and, and a good win few wins ago Niles was that during break or coming right out of break? it was it was uh the Tuesday of the second week of break okay so um that was that was a, that was a tough one in, in the sense that you know we had been off since the previous Thursday we tried to put five practices in a row together um just to lead up to that that Tuesday game so we tried to give off as much time as we could for the holidays but also still be prepared yeah um you know had a had a player gone from the varsity a couple players gone from the JV you know a couple players gone from the freshman and and so you know those last couple practices leading into the game were definitely a little different too and and man but the girls responded so well and and as we talked about well, if it was the practice before the last game i think it was We've just we've had player after player step up, and not I mean especially since Christmas, um, it has been so much fun to see 
you know, this team doesn't rely on one player. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we and we talk about it a lot, and I think it's hard for the girls sometimes maybe to really wrap their mind around. But like this, totally is a team sport. Like, and it is a right. and, and our team is it, it's a team. And yeah, we have some players that lead us in certain areas for mm-hmm. sure, and we have some players that maybe don't play as much in games as as you know we'd like to like to see them play but it's all of them that make our team as good as we are right. you know and I, and we try to preach that a lot and we try to get them to understand that and i think the team as a whole is really you know starting to buy into that concept as part of that full team effort who'd you bring with you this week? yeah we brought one of our, our senior captains and our leaders uh, ainsley ashby ainsley good uh, see you thanks for coming in yeah thank you coach mentioned that you know it takes a total team effort Coming into the season, what did you kind of see your role as being on the team? Um, I think just making sure that during practice, especially all of our seniors, we talked about it, and making sure that we keep the um, underclassmen, like, just everybody like ready to go at practice and working hard the whole time. So. Mm-hmm. When I uh, mentioned the coach, six wins in a row did as a player do you keep track of that or not really uh i knew what it was but it was only because i just looked okay. i haven't been keeping track of it but i just saw it the other day so. oh was okay when you said just looked i thought you meant on your way here no, no, doing no. Her home. Hey. Doing her prep that's for right the show. she would she would do her prep work she's good about it <laughs> well you mentioned too it's, it's a total team effort and you know everyone has their roles and i think it, it, it's probably difficult for a player to accept it but you know you could have a box score. You win a ball game, and somebody got quite a bit of playing time, didn't score, and they think, oh, but you know, without them, you may lose that ball game. But it's you know, how tough is it? Oh, most definitely. I mean, I mean, I've had conversations with players who, I mean, you know, had nine rebounds and six assists and four steals, and but maybe you know they, they didn't get double digit points or they didn't get twenty points, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like I don't know if I did anything. It's like oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like like you, you were so instrumental in this win, or you know again even sometimes those players who don't play as much um, in a game, but yet they had a couple really good practices that helped kind of prepare us for you know that game coming in, and and so I don't I think that's sometimes things that players don't always think about. As a coach, you think about it a lot. And, and, you know, I try to get our players to understand how much I really appreciate that yeah. um, and, and how important that is. But, you know, I'm in high school. It's tough. You know what I mean? Like, people want to play. They want to they be the leading scorer. They want to be the – you know, that, and, that's, and that's understandable. But I just try to hope that the girls understand that the other pieces also have high value for me as a coach, and, and, and they do make our team as, as what we are. Easily over the last, you know, handful of years we've been talking about coach since he took the program over is it's going to be a process to get the program and especially the varsity level to where he wants it to be and successful the way he wants to see it. You've gone through the program now. How enjoyable is this year for you so far? It's so much fun. Is it? To go from, like, my sophomore year, we won, like, barely any games. And then obviously last year we got, like, a ton better. And this year it's been super fun. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it. it's the process. We have, yeah. You know, this was, you know, we came into, you know, like we've said from, gosh, from probably the first interview we had, you know, we had a really good senior class that year, um, senior, junior class, when I first took over, you know, and that was, I think, 15-16, 2015-16. And, um, has it been that long already? It has been, I know, wow. I know. People keep asking that at this point. They're like, how long have you been there? And I'm like, gosh, it's been like seven years now. Like, like that's, you know, it's, I think 
think the first place I was in Indianapolis, I was there seven or eight years, and okay. that was my longest tenure, and then we moved to Chicago, and then we moved to Michigan, and so now I'm up to that seven, eight-year mark, and it's like, man, like, because, you know, it still feels new sometimes, yeah. I guess. It still feels fresh, and, and that's a good thing, but... Um, we had to really kind of change the culture and change the, the the youth system and change the you know with middle school and 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 then obviously what led into our freshman you know program and you know we've been blessed like we've said around the state I think freshman programs aren't they're obviously not around as much as they used to shoot JV programs aren't around in some places as much as they used to be um, and I think all but one year of the seven years I've been here we've had a freshman program and and I think that's now you're starting to maybe see some of those those things paying off so yeah, yeah it's definitely been a process but uh, you know, it's it's great to see this group coming together and, and showing that improvement. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar as we talk Lakeshore Lady Lancer basketball on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM-FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph. Cleanups underway across the south after major storms, including tornadoes, swept through parts of Georgia and Alabama. Those storms blamed for at least nine deaths. Julia Jackson in Alabama knew one person who was killed. He just took him out of his trailer and just like a rag doll, just spin him around and threw him down. All you can do is just cry. It, it hurts so bad to see my community like this. To the west, more rains in the forecast for California, and that could lead to more flooding. Also, wind gusts in the forecast today of up to 60 miles an hour. The governor asking people to remain vigilant. President Biden's at his home in Delaware. That's one of two places where classified documents were discovered. It's led the attorney general to appoint a special counsel to oversee the investigation into the handling of those documents. There was one winning ticket sold that claimed the grand prize of $1.35 billion in the Mega Millions drawing. It was sold in Lebanon. On Maine, winner has a year to claim the prize. Brian Clark, ABC News. Finally seeing a little more sun this weekend, becoming slightly warmer today, highs in the upper 30s. We'll see a few clouds overnight, cooling to the upper 20s. Tomorrow's going to be very similar to today, but even warmer. We'll reach into the low 40s Sunday. Warming continues as we start the work week, highs Monday in the mid 40s, but dealing with widespread rain showers will dry out late Tuesday. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches, Phil McDonald, along with uh, Mike Clark as we talk Lakeshore Lady Lancer basketball. Ainsley with us as well. Six in a row for Lakeshore. 58 53 winners over Matawan last night. Three players in double figures. Yeah. You know, we've got, and when we talk about that growth of a team, you know, and I know we've talked about, you know, we've got four sophomores up there in that starting lineup, you know, then along with Ainsley as a senior and, and, um, some juniors that are new to varsity. And we have three juniors that are up for the first year on their varsity career. So, you know, you've got a lot of youth and, 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 and maybe inexperienced varsity level. But, you know, I mean, we've got three girls averaging double figures right now in points. And I don't know in the seven years or so that I've been at Lakeshore, I can tell you, we haven't had three girls in double figures averaging on the season um, double-digit points. And then we've got a couple that are still, like, pushing that double-figure door. You know what I mean? They're, they're in that seven to nine range and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Ainsley, I don't know how tough of a question this is, but as you look over the last few years with the varsity team, with you playing, is there any one area or a couple that you've seen the team improve the most, grow the most over the last few years? Does anything stand out in your mind at all? 
Um, honestly, I think like just running an offense okay. and like being able to like get to our spots and like do what we're supposed to do and what we practice mm-hmm. um, instead of just like you know standing on the court and kind of doing whatever. <laughs> As long as they're paying attention, it sounds like the offense is coming along. Yeah, you know the basketball IQ on this team is is as high as we've had in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we can we, even players coming in off the bench. I mean, they understand the game and they understand what we're doing pretty well. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's a good group. A few weeks ago, we talked about the the win over St. Joe for you personally, and you know every well most schools have their big rivalry, and obviously here we have Lakeshore in St. Joe, and you know, coaches will say at any level high school college pro a win's a win but in all honesty is a win a win (laughs) it was a little bit more than a win i think (laughs) i think there's only like two of us maybe on varsity who had ever beaten st joe even up through middle school so it was really big for us yeah and playing in front of a crowd like that what's that like for you as a player it's so fun that's i think we always look forward to that game because we know people are going to show up and Mm -hmm. it's going to be a decent crowd so it's fun Outside of basketball, other sports that you play? I don't play anything, just okay. basketball. In in the past, growing up, did you play any other sports? Is it always been um, basketball? I danced a little bit, but okay. that's it. All right. Mm-hmm. Do you give yourself much downtime throughout the rest of the year? I mean, how much are you still, like during the summer, how much are you putting into playing you know, basketball or getting ready for the season? Quite a bit. I go work out with my dad a lot. Okay. Um, and we shoot and stuff. So. All right. That's just that. I mean, if they if they are a basketball player, you really hope that they're focusing on that sport throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, Ainsley was one of those, and, and you know, as you come up through the program, I mean, she was one of those that it's it's been basketball, mm-hmm. you know, and that and that's again as a coach, it's great. I mean, we love our multi sport athletes. Right. We 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 want multi sport athletes. Like you have to, as schools have to have multi sport athletes, you mm-hmm. know. But it is, as a coach, when you find those players that basketball is either their number one sport or basketball is their sport, there is just yeah. a little difference. And, and you can tell that with Ainsley. You could tell that with Ainsley all the way back in middle school, you know. And, um, and that's kind of where I first met Ainsley when I was actually working over there still. And you could see it then. Like, she was a basketball player. She liked watching basketball. She liked playing basketball. She put her focus into basketball. She knew basketball. So, you know, when I got a chance to then get her into our program, obviously, and then eventually coach her, you just knew what you were going to get, and you are just going to get a, a high-quality player and just a great kid. And over the years, talking whether it be boys basketball or girls basketball, you know, coaches will say, you know, I've got a group of good athletes. Mm-hmm. I just don't have any basketball yeah. players. And there's a difference between playing a, being a good athlete and being a basketball player. Absolutely. I mean, I think even the years we maybe didn't win a lot of games, we had some good athletes. We, You know, we had some good cross-country runners. We had some good soccer players. We had some good volleyball players, you know, and and I've always said this, and this when I speak about those multi-sport athletes, like I try to get kids to understand because we have some that don't play basketball, you know, that the, you know, and this has been since I've been at Lakeshore, you know, I didn't play because of this sport, I didn't play basketball this year because of this sport. They played in middle school, but maybe they didn't play in high school. And it's like if you look through the tenure of now the seven or so years that I've been at Lakeshore, the amount of basketball players that I've had that have gone on to play some basketball but other sports, played volleyball in college, played soccer in college, you know, went and ran in college. The numbers, I'd put it up against any program at Lakeshore. You want to compare it to, you know, softball and what they produced or, or, you know, even baseball boys and what they produced. We have girls that we've had great athletes, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's that's been awesome. But we haven't always had those basketball first and I play other sports or, or things like that, right. you know, as much. 
And I think that's where you're seeing this program right now turn is, you know, you can look at an athlete, you know, you look at our starting lineup, you know, again, Ainsley's the only one right now that's probably a single sport athlete and it's basketball. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Megan Worcester, who's a sophomore, who is also golfs and is a, has been playing soccer probably her whole life. But yet basketball is up there maybe as her favorite sport. If you ask her, you know, she's been on the show mm-hmm. before. Paige Lee, same thing. Here's a girl who, you know, has run track. She's played soccer forever. You know, but basketball's kind of her number one sport. It's her favorite sport. You know what I mean? So, you know, you're starting to see that change just a little bit, you know? And I think that's a big reason why you're also starting to see the program change a little bit. It's not just we're great athletes, but we're great athletes who are good at a lot of sports, but Mm -hmm. we're also, we have basketball players in this now, too, you know? And it is a big difference. Angel, do you have the hope of playing after graduating from Lake? Um, I've thought about it, um, and I've talked to a couple schools, but I'm waiting to hear back from one school right now where I wouldn't play. Um, it's a bigger school, so I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Have you kind of like – if you take basketball out of the equation, are there a couple schools that you've looked at that you really like to go um, yeah, there's a couple, and I applied there. Um, I haven't heard anything yet. So. Okay. Still got some time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what kind of goals do you set for yourself now for the rest of the uh, the season? For you personally, anything about your game that you still want to work on, fine-tune as you get you know, get ready for the home stretch? Yeah, I think um, just hitting a couple more shots. I've had, like, a couple games where I've shot well, and somewhere I've been kind of disappointed with how I've shot. Um, and then I think we just want to win districts. Those those games are frustrating, aren't they? The shots <laughs> yeah. are there. They're going up. They look good. And for whatever reason, the sh- the rim is like three inches smaller or something. <laughs> yeah. It just won't go in. Yeah, it's I, annoying. I, I can't relate to that because, <laughs> I mean, I can't get it near the rim. But uh, i got to imagine it's pretty frustrating. Yeah. Uh, next on the uh, schedule, what, you're home against Kalamazoo Central on Tuesday, right? Yep. Yep. Kalamazoo Central on Tuesday. And then I think uh, we go to Portage North. Northern, I think, after that. So. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it could be a good, good week again. Portage Northern playing a lot better. And yeah. Kalamazoo Central is always a challenge. Always tough. You know, and, and that's, you know, we talked to the girls. We're, you know, we're 7-2. and two, We're playing well. Um, it's a tough schedule. You know, and, and, and that's where I'll say if I look back, I can look back and say, well, it wasn't a week schedule before. We're 7-2, and two, and it's been a good schedule. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about the Otsego win. We just had the Matawan win, the St. Joe win. And, and, and you know, the couple closes, the couple losses we had were close ones. You know, close one to Edwardsburg, you know, first game of the year. Close one to Port Central in overtime, you know, you know, on out of road. So it's, you know, our schedule doesn't get easier. It just, you know, it stays where it is or gets tougher. But um, I'll tell you, I mean, as a whole, this team is playing – really well right now and that and that's what's fun is is we've for a few weeks now been playing consistently pretty well and and uh hopefully that will continue exactly let's hope it continues yeah. and stay yeah. healthy too. yes absolutely all right congratulations on the uh the win good luck this week and thanks for coming in good yeah. to see you thanks thanks for having thanks us. for coming in Ainsley. yeah thank you all right we'll take a break we'll come back and talk michigan lutheran lady titan basketball next on news talk sports 94.9 wsjm Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and i got to say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here. We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line. Johnny. 
News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM, Signature Dealer Group, and Berrien Springs Public Schools are proud to present Academic Challenge. Every week, area schools compete head-to-head virtually in a one-hour quiz program. Catch video of the competitions posted Mondays on the WSJM Facebook page. And tune in to hear Academic Challenge, Sundays at 6 a.m. Supported by Cook Nuclear Power Plant, Lakeshore Public Schools, and Life Vision Eye Care. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we're excited to offer you a completely new experience as we've extended our hours to include evenings. Enjoy a new dinner menu as we bring back some old favorites like Ryan's Chicken and Biscuits and share some new creations like my vegan sweet potato and black bean enchiladas. We'll offer new additions to our $5 kids menu, fancy desserts, and specialty drinks. Whether you're looking for homemade comfort food or fresh healthy options, we've got you. Starting now, we're open until 7 p.m. Wednesday through Saturday each week. See you soon. Nearly 2,000 of the state's top student athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and in school activities through the MHSAA's Scholar Athlete Award, underwritten by Farm Bureau Insurance. The applicants will be in the running for a total of 32 $1,000 college scholarships. Application materials are available exclusively online through the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Phil McDonald back at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Brett Witkowski is off. We're also brought to you in part by Siemens in Bridgman. Ron Briney, girls basketball coach at Michigan Lutheran, is joining us. The uh, Lady uh, Titans coming off the win over Andrews Academy coming out of the break. Congratulations on the win. Good to see you. Thank you. Same here. Uh, Happy New Year. We're back on it. And uh, it was nice to get a game under our belt. And uh, got another one today. So it's nice to start swinging things uh, for 2020. 23. Yeah, yeah. It, it, happy belated uh, New Year. Hope you had a good Christmas. Oh, too. yeah. I got to see all the kids in different times and enjoy the grandkids. And uh goes by awful fast, but uh, certainly enjoyed it immensely. It was fun catching up with uh, Jake. And, you know, Coach's uh, son Jake was coming through town because they played at River Valley. And so they stopped by our place to do a little uh, walkthrough and practice just to shoot around. It was good to catch up with him. He's doing well. Yeah, he's uh, enjoying. He's the athletic director and also the, the men's coach. And uh, he's, he's a busy man and enjoying mm-hmm. the coaching. And uh, a lot of excitement up there that they've created. They've done pretty well for themselves. And uh, it was fun to be able to watch him coach for a couple games down here. And yeah. got to see him before. Uh, Christmas there in another game since we played Pottersville so kind of nice I got to see a few games where my son's coaching he does a great job and a uh, proud father uh, enjoys exactly. watching his son so yeah, he's got some hype on that team too he's, oh. he's got some talent oh, and he's got a lot of neat things going on and uh, it's it's neat to to watch him grow mm-hmm. you had uh, the long break and last time you were uh, on the show with us we were talking about the extended break because of the holiday in that and you have andrews academy finally coming out of the break that extended layoff how much time do you ask the girls to come in if you can how much time do you say we're not doing anything and how much do you make mandatory well our, our gym gets resurfaced oh, during right. the christmas we break about, which mm-hmm. is why Jake went over and you were so gracious in helping him out because he couldn't do it at our place and and so we have to let that uh, dry and usually it's it takes 10 days to do that so there's 10 days where I'm not getting anywhere because our our new gym is not ready yet and we are getting closer but it wasn't there so as soon as that's open again then we're, we're back at it last week and uh, 
So they, they're going to get a 10-day window, which is good for family time. It is what it is. And now that we got our other gym, we'll worry about that next year, what that brings or not. And that's good for the kids. They get fresh legs. They get yeah. to enjoy their family, and then they're ready to come and, and get to work and uh, get things going from there. So we had a, a pretty decent-sized break that's just necessary for a lot of reasons. And uh, right. the kids did a great job coming back, and uh, we've done a lot of great things. And we needed to play somebody. <laughs> we were tired of going up against ourselves, and uh, uh-huh. we needed to measure up. And we had a nice game with Andrews Academy, extremely competitive, and uh, a very close game. And we were lucky to, you know, pull away at the end. And then they came back running at us, and we wound up winning by four points. Yeah, so it was kind of good. Nice game. It, it, as long as you've been coaching, it, is it nerve-wracking at all? The first game coming back from break. Just wondering, uh, I wonder if we're ready. I wonder, you know, if we can pick up where we left off. Well, it's not nerve-wracking to me after you go through what amounted to the six practices that we had before that. Um, as a coach, you certainly sense where your kids are at. And uh, you can, my job is to prepare them for that situation, and then yeah. I do the best to prepare them. And then it's in their hands, so it's, it's not a bad thing. I have plenty of butterflies, and I'm constantly trying to say how can I make my team better but when it gets game time it's it's on them uh, to to step forward and show what they've learned and then you know practice the next day we start adjusting and going forward so in that sense I'm very comfortable at that point it is what it is they get to own the team and they get to uh, put their best foot forward and if they've measured up go for it and if they haven't pay the dues or do that it points out what you need to work on and brings focus to the the new park yeah and it's it, you mentioned andrews academy coming back and pushing win the end and you finally come away with the uh what was a 39 35 uh, win as long as you get the win is it nice to have a, a team pushed and kind of like experience that down the stretch like you know oh, somebody's making a run we have to make our stand yeah learning how to win especially in mm-hmm. close games is is an art form and every team's got a learn that for themselves so this gave us an opportunity for our team to to get pushed right up to the end it was a fun game it was well played on both teams certainly looked like it was the new game of the of the new year but at the same time the things that we did to win the game was very positive and we did some things that we learned that we don't want to do the next time this yeah. comes up and if you're not in those situations you don't get a chance to necessarily create that and practice all the time so uh, liked what I saw, and we learned what we need to, and we're fortunate enough then to win while we're learning that process. It's amazing sometimes a win like that, somehow everything just seems to really snap into place, and you you almost that catapults you into making a nice run over the, uh, the the following weeks. Yeah, and and our practices were very good, and the kids are, you know, we got to finalize team goals and individual goals. <laughs> with losing all them practices before Christmas that was we had it started but got to finish that so the clarity of talking with the kids about their roles then these kids know and now they they got very they understand what they're good for the team everybody's Mm got to be the best at something everybody's got to come together to make that happen to be the best we can be and I think that focus helped us a lot and I we definitely were upgraded to people playing their roles understanding their roles and I think that's what gave us that extra push at the end to do what it takes to win so uh, I was really pleased with that. That's one of the things I've loved about your teams over the years, having the pleasure of watching them, is players have their roles, 
and they accept it, and they relish excelling in that. Whether I need a top scorer, I need a top rebounder, I need a top assist uh, player, I need a top ball handler, whatever the role is, they, they relish it. And I got that from a baseball coach in Minnesota who has uh, won, you know, seven, eight state championships. <laughs> was a good friend of mine and talking with him. And then when I came back here, I had the privilege one time of uh, getting in a ride with Jerry Schaefer, going to uh, oh. the old rules meetings that we used to have over in Kalamazoo. And, and Bob Guzzi hooked me up with uh, Jerry Schaefer so I could have a ride home. And so if you got a chance to take a Hall of Fame coach and – and talk to him, you know, asking him, you know, how do you do this? And had some real pointed questions. And he had some great answers for me in that process that I included. And uh, it served me extremely well. And uh, if you are communicating with your kids about what their role is, you got a chance to succeed there. And then, you know, if the roles change, you continue to, to do that. And uh, don't surprise kids. They don't surprise you. And then they, everybody understands I got an important role on the team, whether they're playing three minutes or 32 minutes or whatever the case is. And so that clarity has certainly helped in that communication. And uh, it served me very well. And the kids accept that. And they, they have a say in that role. And obviously I have the final say, but they, they understand that. And I think they appreciate understanding this is my value to the team, and then they take pride in that. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Coach Schaefer, for right. some great advice. And Coach Sunsky, and uh, it's carried me a long way. That's neat. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Michigan Lutheran girls basketball coach Ron Briney. The Lady Titans coming off the 39-35 win over Andrews Academy. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. It never fails. Everyone's trying to get projects done, and then the printer shuts down. Waiting for a big out-of-town or even out-of-state company to make that service call means more lost time and revenue. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. We find that the majority of issues like this are network-related. Our veteran service team is known to successfully troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrott. United Federal Credit Union was created by members for members. We get you because, well, we are you. We know that checking accounts aren't very exciting, but what if you found one that paid you for spending or saving? Those kicky shoes you just absolutely had to have. Cash back. The money sitting in your checking account while you wait for the latest and greatest tech gadget? Dividends. You choose the way you get rewarded. Getting paid to shop or save? Check. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. This is the sound of a job interview with a conventional high school graduate. Impressive resume. I think you'd be an excellent fit for this position. When would you be able to start? And this is the sound of a job interview with a graduate of Berrien Springs Discovery Academy. Impressive resume. I think you'd be an excellent fit for this position. When would you be able to start? 
Parents who are unsure of their kids going back to school in a traditional school setting can see them excel at Berrien Springs Discovery Academy, who's provided this program for over 19 years. The only difference is the path taken to get there. Students work at their own pace and have 24-hour access to lessons and assignments. Graduation requirements are now 18 credits. Students from any school district are eligible with no fees or tuition, and students up to age 22 can now be accepted under some circumstances. Berrien Springs Discovery Academy is part of Berrien Springs Public Schools, inspiring students to think, learn, achieve, and care in a global community. Visit homeoftheshamrocks.org. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. We're talking Michigan Lutheran Lady Titan basketball here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Head coach Ron Briney is joining us. The Titans, 39-35 winners over Andrews Academy last time out. So since the beginning of the season, yeah, I know there are certain parts of the team uh, you wanted to see grow into some roles. Are you seeing that growth that you were hoping to see? Yeah, there's no question about it. Uh, we had to develop uh, an inside and outside game. I thought we started out inside with Jaden Beck very strong in the middle for us, doing a great job for us, and the kids getting them. And I, our perimeter game had to know where to get their shots from and get that basketball up there, and we had to have it be more of an outside threat as well. Uh, that's come around very, very good. And so the balanced scoring that we saw against Andrews is more typical of what you want both inside and outside which makes us able to score more points which is something we wrestled with before Christmas mm-hmm. and uh, we put in some a new offense and a few other things that I think fit these kids better and as a result uh, saw some real growth for that and so we got our player ourselves into some experience with that but uh, we got we had 39 points which is uh, right up there for especially against a good competition situation and uh, 40 is always kind of a magic number for the most part in, mm-hmm. in games of this level. And so we we got to that point, and uh, we got it there with balance, and we got we understand what we're trying to do to get things done now. So I, I'm really happy with that process. Now we just got to get a bunch of game experience to, to smooth that out and cut our turnovers down and... Uh, I'm real happy with the process. Yeah, I'm un- unfortunately I had a chance to see you play once, but I uh, I thought from that one game, if you had the outside game to complement with what Jaden Beck is doing down low, could be a very good basketball team. And it sounds yeah. like that's starting to come around. Yeah, and, and we're solidifying our defense. We're we're uh, not quite as at the point of defense that I would like it to be, and especially with the pressure game that showed up very nicely against Andrews. That's good. I was happy with that, and then. The offensive balance and understanding where and how and some good habits on the perimeter shot selection-wise and then still feeding Jaden because she does a great job inside. And, you know, I think Emma Sizak's going to add to that as she continues to develop for us. So uh, you want a balanced team, and I think we're going to head there and we're going to get better as the year goes on. Yeah, there have been a, a few girls that have really started to uh, to come around for you as of late. Uh, Jules Kaler has uh, done a really good job. Her shot's going. She's really learned how to use screens right now and uh, lead the offense from that standpoint. And uh, Michaela Labonte has really stepped up defense with her aggressiveness that I know she could. And then she's willing to get that shot out there. She's a great perimeter shooter, and so she's getting the shots up there for us. And uh, Ava Bielman's come out at the forward spot and uh, really fought around the basket and has helped us defensively, set an excellent tone. And, uh, you know, I, I think those kids in particularly are leading the show, and there's a lot of kids moving forward with that. So, 
River Valley next on the schedule is, what, the Tuesday, Tuesday on the road, right? Yes. That'll be a nice test to see exactly where you're yeah, at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, River Valley's got a really nice group of kids that are going through right now. They're very strong and uh, certainly are going to continue to, you know, get at the top and fight for the top of the conference and uh, certainly uh, a district rival as well. So be nice to measure up against them and so we have a chance to to play them on tuesday and that'll be a big step for us and i misspoke that's not next on the schedule next on the schedule is tonight yeah we play our friends up there at frankfurt and uh meet at ferris state and got an opportunity to play a really good ball club and well coached and uh a good friend of mine coach wise uh, we kind of meet each year and create a region type atmosphere for these kids to know what it looks like so that it's not strange and uh it's just nice to get out of the area once in a while to, to find out how the game's played in different parts of the state and officiated. And so lots of neat reasons to do this. And kids get to spend the day together and develop some team chemistry uh, deeper and deeper. And uh, just makes for a nice day. And Ferris State's been very helpful to us in accommodating that. It's nice to be able to do so much in one day, like you said, see different competition, maybe different officiating style, team bonding. I mean, we can do all that in one day. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet day. Yeah, and, and the kids are giving up a lot. Families are giving up a lot to do that. But uh, over the years, it's been very, very productive for us and uh, a positive experience. So, And our friends up there at Frankfurt are tremendous sportsmen and makes it you know worth the while that way, too. They're going to be competitive as we have been. and. So we're thankful for that relationship. What? How do you have your? How do you approach your players that are maybe playing at Ferris State for the first time? And again, you've done this for, uh, for a few years, but some of the girls that that is their first time playing there in a bigger arena. Yeah. Do you approach them any differently as far as preparing them? Um, usually, don't have to because our JVs play up there too. So. Oh, okay. With the JVs having the experience of also playing up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time they get to varsity, there's very few kids that haven't been there, done that. So in that sense, that experience is just old hat a little bit right. to some extent uh, until, you know, until the, till you have to fulfill a different role that you did in the past. But right. uh, the fact that our JVs have had that opportunity has been real positive, too. And so uh, there's a natural carryover, and that's what I want. I want kids to have experience to know what the next level looks like in that uh you know, we want to achieve, to aspire to achieve that, and if it comes, it it feels normal instead of, wow, you know, you got that uh, kind of look like they did in Hoosiers, where it's like, uh-huh. oh, and then you have to measure the rim, and it's, it's still ten feet. I, and all I that love other good that stuff. scene. I've always loved that yeah. scene. Yep. That is very cool. So, and there's college games being played beforehand. You said you're going to catch part of that. Yeah, we're gonna. The men's game starts, and uh, you know, of course, they won the national championship here, not not too distant past. They they play a great band of ball up there, and in the past we've been able to do that before the girls' game. So we'd watch the women's game. Uh, okay, right. You know, we got a local boy here with uh, Kurt Wessendorp, who is the coach oh, right. up there for the women's, and. Obviously, he coached at New Buffalo, so I know Kurt, and his dad, of course, is an icon around the area, is an official and a coach from the past, so mm-hmm. uh, Kurt certainly is helpful for us in that process. So I like to watch the women when we get a chance, but that's a little bit too long of a day, so we're not yeah. going to get that opportunity, but uh, we, we take advantage of the college atmosphere, and it's fun for the girls to get that. 
We'll let you go so you can enjoy a little downtime before you have to head on, uh, hop on the bus. All right. I don't know if there's any downtime, but we'll do our best to enjoy the <laughs> day and the that journey is, that right? comes with it. You bet. <laughs> Most definitely. So, again, the Lady Titans, the 39-35 winner over Andrews Academy last out. And then uh, coming up tonight on the road at Ferris State against Frankfurt at 7 o'clock. And then on the road uh, Tuesday at uh, River Valley. Going to be a couple of nice tests. Yep, absolutely. We're looking forward to it. All right. Good to see you. Good luck. Same here. Thank you very much. All right. We'll take a break. More coming up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. You believe in a free enterprise. You fully embrace capitalism. You operate a business in your community which creates jobs in a competitive marketplace. You, you're an independent local business owner. You drive our economy, which drives our country forward. And that is no small feat. And for that, we have nothing but respect. It's the reason in 1958 we started our business here in Southwest Michigan. We believe our community will benefit from knowing your story, the difference you make, and why choosing you matters. We can relate because we, too, are an independent, locally-owned business. For seven decades, Midwest Family has been here working alongside local business owners and taking risks just like you. What matters is your success. Our team is ready to listen. Risk-takers like you deserve this level of respect. Allow us to do the legwork to bring you fully vetted marketing blueprints focused on meeting your business goals then choose the direction you feel is best take the first step by requesting your free strategy analysis at risktakersunite.com risktakersunite.com powered by midwest family The community of Buchanan invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom Time pageant this Saturday, January 14th at 6 p.m. at Buchanan High School Auditorium. This year's theme, Take Me Home Country Road. Tickets are $20 and can be purchased from any contestant or at the door the night of the pageant. Midwest Family, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, Twin City Beauty College, and Extreme Wireless are proud to support the Blossom Time Community Pageants. Put me in your pocket. It's Pat Moody, and my new Moody on the Market app is now available for free in your phone or tablet's app store. Just search for Moody on the Market. Everything you love about MoodyOnTheMarket.com is now inside my new app, including daily business stories from my team of contributors, National ABC Business News, the Business Awards Series, Moody on the Move videos and podcasts, and more. Download the Moody on the Market app inside your phone or tablet's app store for free. Brought to you by Siemens and Bridgman and Midwest Family. Finally seeing a little more sun this weekend, becoming slightly warmer today, highs in the upper 30s. We'll see a few clouds overnight, cooling to the upper 20s. Tomorrow's going to be very similar to today, but even warmer. We'll reach into the low 40s Sunday. Warming continues as we start the work week, highs Monday in the mid-40s, but dealing with widespread rain showers will dry out late Tuesday. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Also brought to you in part by United Federal Credit Union. It's Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski is off this weekend. Kenny Jackson, girls basketball coach at uh, Benton Harbor, is joining us since the uh, the break. Uh, two and one coming out of the the Christmas break. So uh, congratulations on that. Good to see you. Thanks thank for you, coming thank in. You, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Last time out, we were just talking as you got here. Um, with Brandywine, uh, unfortunately, you don't you don't get a chance to see them at full strength. Not them, but you being at full right, strength. Right, exactly. I mean, I when it rains and pours, <laughs> I mean, you can't really tell uh, the type of team that we can be. 
uh, unless we're at full strength. We got size, we got quickness, we're great defensively. But to lose five starters, mm. literally in the course of 24 hours, <laughs> you're going to have situations. You've got to look at L.A. <laughs> I wonder, as you're getting phone calls or text messages, one's out, another one's out, another, do you eventually just shut your phone off and go, I don't want to hear it anymore? Exactly. I don't want to hear it. I contact the uh, JV coach. Uh, he says, okay, I'm going to let them play a couple quarters just so you can have some bodies. <laughs> and, you know, when, uh, look at our team. We don't have a lot of bodies, but we got a few skill bodies. Mm-hmm. Last year's team, we had a lot more bodies. Situations like this wouldn't have affected us as bad last year because we had enough people. This year we just don't have enough people, but uh, – you know, and, it, and it's it's fine. I mean, I looked at the game and I told the wipe out the scoreboard, just continue to make uh, uh, to play hard. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, some of the girls they needed to see this because they have to be able to play without Jemiah, without Dez, without KB. Um, you have to take that blanket off, that safety blanket. And so then they have to be able to play on their own, you know. And I saw a couple good things out there out of, out of some players that I didn't expect it. Um, but one girl, she made her first two shots in three years. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. I've been working hard on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in situations like this, you know, you don't like to see them come, but it gives the other girls the opportunity to really get it, a lot of... It gives them a great opportunity to see what it feels like to handle that kind of pressure. Now, if they continue to handle that kind of pressure, when we get back full strength, we'll be a better team because of it. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at it. Uh, every cloud has a silver lining. So I'm proud of the girls. They played hard. They competed all the way to the end. That's awesome. Unfortunately, injuries are part of the game. Yeah, yeah, they are. Coming out of the break, or out of, you played St. Joe. That was not during Christmas break, or was it? Uh, when did we play? I think we just, that was our first game back. First game back. Yes. Difference between the first time you met him, because you, you beat St. Joe the second time around, 54-44. Difference between the, the two games. We use a different defense, pretty much. We just um, put a box and one on uh, a Jazz. Okay. Um, um, Ward took the ball out of her hands a little bit. And then we're fresher. First time we played them, which is no excuse, was the second night of a back-and-back. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so it's no excuse, but um, I just wonder what would have happened if we were fresh then. We were Mm -hmm. fresh this time. And even this next time we play Brandywine, this is our third game this week. We haven't even practiced. Wow. We haven't practiced because you got a game every other day. Right. And then our practices are at 6 in the morning. So you can't get back late at 11 o'clock and Mm -hmm. then ask the girls to get up at 6. You just can't do it. So um, we'll see them again. It'll be – I expect the results to be different, so I'm not really worried about it. Oh, you need an extra gym at the high school. So do we. Maybe uh, Our Lady of the Lake and Benton Harbor can get together and build a uh, a community gym that we can share as a second gym. That would be be lovely because, man, because if if our practices were – at 
uh, three or four, I would say, would be a practice the next day, go to walkthroughs. Yeah. What I practice me at six in the morning, you know, we get back at 11. I'm not asking the girls to get up and come through and do a walkthrough then after they've played the night before. It's just not fair. So. Well, you mentioned, you know, the difference between, you know, the first St. Joe and the second game, uh, St. Joe game. You said you put in a, a newer defense. It's nice that you've got a group of ladies that you can do that and they get it. Yes. It's, it's, see, and that's what I mean. We had more bodies last year, but the IQ was better this year. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, it was, and that was a great game. And actually at one point the game looked like it was getting way out of hand. Uh, but then that's where the bodies come in. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I could have the same five starters and have five of them on the bench, then who tells what the team could do? But unfortunately, we just got eight players, and one of them quit. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Add that to the list. Add that to the list. <laughs> five starters out. Another girl quit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, would she have quit if she knew she was going to get so much playing time in the next Well, game? that's the thing. I tried to tried to start her. <laughs> she oh, no. <laughs> she didn't want to go in the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be a problem. <laughs> that could be a problem. Before we uh, take the break, too, your first game out of uh, break was the St. Joe game. And did you kind of get a sense you know, based on what you saw over break, any practices you had, how your girls were going to play, or were you kind of uncertain about how they were going to come out after that? Well, we practiced um, a couple couple good full practices after the break. Uh, most of the time, a lot of the girls, <laughs> they, they took a break too. Uh-huh. But I've also felt that we were rested. Yeah. A lot of the teams right now, they don't have 12 games. We have 12 games already. True. That a lot true. of teams are like six and one. Or, you know, they have less than double digit games, but we're mm-hmm. already there. We can only have twenty two. <laughs> so over the next next uh, what six seven weeks, we can only have ten games. Yeah. So it gives time for rest. Mm-hmm. Get rid of some of these nagging injuries. You can get healthy and put in a couple more different systems. Different thing. So I kind of like it, but I don't think I'll do it again this way next year. <laughs> Step back and think, huh? Yeah, maybe not so much next year. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. More coming up. Ben Harbor Girls basketball coach Kenny Jackson, the uh, Tigers falling to Brandywine last time out. Before that, wins over St. Joe and Hackett. We'll talk more about that as we continue from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. The community of Stevensville invites you to their Miss and Mr. Blossom time pageant Saturday, January 14th at 5 p.m. at Lakeshore Community Auditorium. This year's theme, Off to Broadway. Tickets are $15 in advance from any contestant or by contacting the Miss Stevensville Scholarship Organization Facebook page for $20 at the door. Midwest Family, Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, Twin City Beauty College, and Extreme Wireless are proud to support the Blossom Time Community Pageant. 
At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. Hi, this is Pat Moody, and Michigan's Great Southwest is a very special place to me. If it's special to you, too, I invite you to see the local businesses, people, and events that I profile each day on MoodyOfTheMarket.com. As soon as we hit publish on a story, it's live for you to see without the wait. Or in your email box each morning, on Facebook, in the business section of Town Cry Wire, and on your desktop and mobile device anytime at MoodyOfTheMarket.com. Brought to you by Siemens in Bridgman and Midwest Family. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, Phil McDonald and Benton Harbor Girls basketball coach Kenny Jackson joining us. You know, I was just, you know, when I mentioned again falling to to Brandywine and then during the break I go, oh, that was a conference game. Have you gotten to a point where you, 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 you know, look at them and go, oh, that was a conference game? Because you, you, since you've started coaching the girls, you haven't been in a conference until I have now. not been in a conference and um, I didn't really think about it, but I knew it was a conference game. I just didn't really think about yeah. the importance of it. Uh, so now we're probably third in the conference, which I knew it was always a possibility because I expected really to split with Brandywine and Buchanan. I really expected that. So um, they've seen us. We've seen them. Mm-hmm. So now it's time to really – got time to put in the game plan yeah. now. Um I was, I'm not going to say I really, was really worried about winning the conference. I'm more worried about trying to win the district. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, you know, apples and oranges. I mean, it would have been nice to win the conference. Uh, but once you start having conference losses, then you have to shift the focus elsewhere. So we take another loss in the conference and they... Let's just—it all goes away if you win the district championship. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've seen uh, teams that have had subpar regular seasons and win a uh, district championship. Yes. Uh, I mentioned the St. Joe win. You follow that up with a win against Kalamazoo Hackett, and there's a quality ball club. Yes, they are solid. They remind me of a team like a Grand Rapids Union. They're just going to keep coming at you, coming at you, coming at you. They're going to capitalize on your mistakes. And we made tons of mistakes that night, and we made the games harder than what it should have been. But that's more us than them. They didn't really make us do anything. They just capitalized when we made a mistake. Mm -hmm. That's all. And they didn't force the mistake. We forced the mistake. And so, and then they they made big shots. (laughs) Kind of remind me of uh, the Laker-Dallas game. Big shot. Three, tie the game, win overtime. Oh, yeah. Jeez, win overtime. 
And then at the end of that one, they made another big shot, it, but it was just a two. Oh. That's what happened. We it, They hit a shot that, that they thought it was a three, so it would have been 38-38 going into double OT, but it was a two. So you win a 38-37. You're right. So that was, it was a fun game, though. We were actually down. We got down late. I had to come okay. back and win it, yeah. I had to come back and win it yeah. and just keep playing, keep playing hard. It's all you can do. That's that. That's nice to see. I mean, if you're against a team like that, if you fall behind in the you know fourth quarter and able to come back and win it, there's yeah. a lot about your ball club. Yeah, I mean, we we dug down deep then, and I know it's we got a lot of quality girls. We got a lot of quality girls, and we just got to keep getting better. We got to keep playing, making game winning plays. Even when if you you can be down twenty, and in the fourth quarter, you guys got to continue to get it play after play after play, and even in this Brandywine game, you we, we got to stop. Came down to score. Got another stop. Came down to score. Got another stop, and then boom, there goes Jemiah's knee, and that's the last ball handler, and everything right. else just kind of fell from there. But it's mm-hmm. fine. You mentioned that game with Hackett where you had some mistakes. You were able to hang on and win. Are you see, Because with a lot of teams, you see where you know one mistake leads to another, and then it starts to snowball and snowball. Do you, does your team handle making those mistakes, mistakes the way you would like to see them? Just, hey, put it behind you. It's over. Let's move forward. <laughs> no, they don't, and I don't either. <laughs> but... I got a coaching staff, and they say, hey, look, you got to keep playing. And that kind of gets me back to refocus. Because I, what are you doing? Uh, but, yeah, and that's literally what happened. We were up 10, and then we it was a hustle play. One of the girls didn't get back on a hustle play. Then she compounds that by getting the tech. So oh. she gets two fouls. They make the two. Uh, they make the two shot tech. Then hit a three. So then oh, that ten point wow. lead turned to five. Turnover after that. Next thing you know, it's it's a one one score game. Mm-hmm. So and it happened just like that. And next thing you know, we're behind. Wow. You hung on a win though. Hung on so that's for the, big the win. Thing. That's the big thing. Because I told the girls, I'd rather win a game like this than lose a game like that. So. And again, next up on the schedule before we let you go is uh, Wednesday against Waterville, right? Yes, yeah, it's supposed to be Waterville, but but uh, my coaches showed me somewhere in there where it's supposed to be postponed. I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh, okay. That. So I don't know what's going on. We're supposed to be Waterville, so that's what I'm that's what I'm banking on. Okay. We'll be dinged up that game, but so be it. Mm-hmm. I got to play who's ever on the schedule, right? And I got to use the bodies that I have. Well, if it's not uh, played, you know, it could be very well lack of officials. And again, this isn't a knock on anyway. We just don't have enough officials right. working right now. And it, God bless the uh, the assigners that are doing their best to uh, to staff these games. That's that's crazy to me. Not enough people officiating the games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's, all, that's absolutely insane. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know what. No one wants to do it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's this digital age. I don't know. No well, one. It's could crazy. be that. Some people say they just don't like getting yelled at by several hundred people either. Well, I, I, I believe that. I mean, I know I was giving them earful last <laughs> night. What are you doing? Uh, but you know what? I tell you what I what I what I don't like, and I wish officials didn't do that. 
call the game the same way from the first quarter to the fourth. You can't call it and have the fouls lopsided. Uh-huh. And then the last two minutes to make it up so it looks like you called the game even because you really didn't. Yeah. I really wish they wouldn't wouldn't do it that way because then, you know, I'm looking like, but that it's the same play in the first quarter. How's it a foul now? How's it not a foul now? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. I wish they wouldn't do it that way. It really... It helps them to get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it, it aids in it. True. You're really not doing anybody any justice that yeah. way. You're really not. You know, foul in the first is the same as the foul in the fourth. Right, yeah. Travel in the first is the same as the travel in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, so again, uh, keep your eye on the schedule. It might be Benton Harbor taking on Waterville on Wednesday to hopefully. be uh, determined, I guess. Hopefully. Yeah, yes, hopefully. Yes, yes, yes. Good luck if it happens. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, it. have a good weekend. You too. Thank you. Thank we'll you. take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. A new Ram truck has a lot to offer, especially during the snowy winter months we're all too familiar with in Southwest Michigan. But when you get a new Ram truck from Siemens and Bridgman, you can get more than just a truck. Siemens has new Ram trucks installed with Western V plows. Be prepared for whatever weather comes your way. Get excited about everything you can do this winter. Tell your friends and neighbors you can plow their driveways and put some extra cash back in your pocket. Visit Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Winter finals will be here before you know it, and there's still a need for registered officials. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. Welcome to 2023 as we pick up our winter sports season already in progress. While it seems like the fall season just wrapped up, winter championships will be here soon. So let's get you caught up on the whens and wheres for each of our sports. First is the Upper Peninsula Swimming and Diving Finals for both boys and girls on February 18th. And then it's on to Team Wrestling Finals on February 24th and 25th in Kalamazoo. And that's followed by Boys and Girls Skiing Finals February 27th. March is when the schedule really heats up. The competitive cheer finals will be March 2nd and 3rd this year, and those will be held at the McGurk Arena in Mount Pleasant. Girls and boys bowling finals will be held March 3rd and 4th, the same weekend as individual wrestling finals at Ford Field. Ice hockey drops the puck March 9th through 11th for semifinals and finals at USA Hockey Arena in Plymouth. Gymnastics finals are that weekend as well. Those will be held at Lakeland High School. And the Lower Peninsula Boys Swimming and Diving Finals are also March 10th and 11th. Girls basketball invades the Breslin Center on March 16th for the start of three days of semifinals and finals action. Champions will be crowned on Saturday, March 18th. And then the boys move in the next weekend. Semifinal play starts March 23rd, and all four finals will be Saturday, March 25th. Both boys and girls basketball finals will be carried live on Bally Sports Detroit. For schedules, pairings, brackets, tickets, and streaming information, the best place to go is to the newly redesigned MHSAA.com. Everything that you need for our winter finals can be found there. Game balls this week go to Belding junior wrestler Jack Ward. He notched career win number 100 over the break, joining his older brother Mitchell and his dad slash coach Art as 100 match winners at Belding. To Bedford's Victoria Gray, she scored 25 points in a 9-point win over South Lion East in the airport showcase. Bedford is off to a 7-0 start this year in girls basketball. And to Montebello senior J.T. Smith. 
He went over the 1,000 career points mark in a win over St. Charles. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. If you've seen the movie Hoosiers, you know that a basketball rim is 10 feet above the ground. That's the same if you're in the gym at Beaver Island High School or at Little Caesars Arena. But what are the other court dimensions? To start, courts are typically 84 feet long, but can be up to 94 feet long. They're also 50 feet wide. The free throw line is 15 feet from the face of the backboard and the high school three-point line is 19 feet, nine inches from the basket. Each hoop is a circle, 18 inches in diameter. The boys play with a basketball 29 and a half inches in circumference. The girls play with one at 28 and a half inches in circumference. And believe it or not, two girl balls will go through a standard rim at the same time. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you are interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. Sticking with officiating, since 2020, the number of registered officials in Michigan has fallen from more than 9,000 to less than 8,000. It's a dip that puts extra strain on our current officials. But for the fall 2022 season, the number of registered officials is more in line with where we were pre-pandemic, and things seem to be slowly trending up. The MHSAA has increased pay for postseason games and provided membership in the National Association of Sports Officials. Membership gives officials expanded insurance coverages, access to professional services and development, and a subscription to an MHSAA-focused referee magazine. But there's still a need for more. If you are interested, go to MHSAA.com and click on Officials for more information. Because without officials, it's just practice. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Have you ever downloaded a news app that claims to be local, only to find out it's actually reporting national news from Chicago or Detroit? Town Crier Wire is a truly local news app. Oh yay, oh yay, oh yay. There's nothing else like it. It's 100% free and unique to Southwest Michigan. Local reporters generate stories that matter to you, covering Berrien, Van Buren, and Cass Counties. Stories conveniently arrive on your device. No subscription, no hoops to jump through. Just visit your app store, type in Town Crier Wire, and hit install. That's it. If you haven't downloaded the Town Crier Wire news app yet? Now is the time. Check out the improved user experience and exciting new features. New alert settings allow you to choose between business, sports, news, and weather closing notifications. Listen to any of our 12 radio stations directly from the app. Find hundreds of local podcasts created by local personalities, and it's totally free, so try it now. No paper to buy, no tree must die. All the local stories while you live life on the fly. Town Crier Wire? Town Crier Wire. Town Crier Wire. That will do it for the coaches. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you again next Saturday here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM-FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph.